This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. So let me see here. Our next guest is a member of the Stampeders Wall of Fame, the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame, the Calgary Bantam Football Wall of Fame, the Medicine Hat Sports Hall of Fame, and now a member in the Builders category in the CFL Hall of Fame. Yes, I'm talking about longtime Stampeder executive and coach Stan Swartz. Stan, first of all, congratulations. Wow, you know, I think that's just fantastic. Well, good evening, Jock. It's certainly uh, it's uh, certainly uh, a surprising uh, 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 past few weeks. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're uh, you're given you're 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 given the call, and uh, you have to I think, keep it uh, keep it under the wraps, eh? Keep it under wraps, time yeah. Under wraps, but uh, no, it's a tremendous honor, and uh, you'll never expect it, but uh, certainly appreciate it. So how did that call transpire a couple of weeks ago and, uh, and take us through your emotions? Well, you know, uh, uh, Commissioner Jeffrey Orge called me and, uh, you know, I think, you know, first of all, when, when they do call, call you, any t- you know, a few times I've been uh, uh, inducted into uh, to a various wall and then you, uh, it's just somewhat surprising and there's, a, there's some hesitation in that, but... Uh, I think even after going through, uh, through the events the last few days in Regina, you really don't really get an appreciation until probably later on, once the bust is done, you get the jacket, the ring, you know, and uh, that in place. But right now it's um, kind, of a, kind of a surprise and uh, something that you're not uh, – I don't think you fully appreciate it yet. Stan, but, uh, you certainly will. Yeah, well, without a doubt. And, of course, when that actually happens in September in Hamilton, uh, you know, it's going to bring back another wide range of emotions. Some people are calling this the best Hall of Fame class ever. When you get to go in, you know, with G. Roy Simon, Anthony Calvillo, Mike O'Shea, Kelvin Anderson, and, of course, uh, Brian Nataris from the University of Saskatchewan as well. That's pretty impressive. That, that's, you got to say, hey, wow, I'm in, I'm in some pretty elite company here. Yeah, and certainly, Jock, and I, I'm, uh, I've come acquainted with uh, all of them over the years, and certainly uh, Brian coaching at the University of Saskatchewan and uh, Calvin uh, with the Stampeders and the one year with the BC Lions. But, uh, no, it's a, a great group. And going in with Anthony and, uh, and Mike O'Shea and, uh, and um, G-Roy, it's just, uh, it's just a special special group and i just i'm just proud to be uh, a part of that group you know stan we are the home of the calgary stampeders here at news talk 770 and we've had you on a number of times before especially during our, our football broadcast but there there might be a few listeners that, that don't really know the stan swartz story uh, way back in 1976 how did you first get involved with this football club well i started off with uh when when Bob Baker took over as the head coach and he hired a, a gentleman by the name of Gene Stauber, who I had coached with at Indiana State, contacted Gene and uh, told him I'd be interested in uh, helping out on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, he spoke to Bob and and uh, I gave up my uh, teaching profession and uh, moved into the Stampeder uh, 
uh, offices in uh, the end of the school year in 76. Wow. Uh, and, and you've really seen it all with this organization. But I, I always I always get the question, you know, once a coach, always a coach. Uh, why did you want to leave the coaching ranks to get into the, the office, the front office, and the executive ranks? Well, I, I'd coached for eight years. In the last two years that I was coaching, I was also the manager of McMahon Stadium. Uh, for years uh, since the onset 1960, McMahon Stadium was... Um, was managed by the uh, by the football club, but right. um, as time went on, they felt there was need to be some separation because of the Olympics and that, and so I decided to uh, leave the coaching ranks and go into uh, into management, and that's where I got my uh, feet wet, uh, working under uh, under Tony Anselmo, who is probably one of uh, my main mentors. Uh, in the business world. Boy, without a doubt. You know, you look back at 40 years with the organization and McMahon and McMahon Stadium. That, uh, you probably didn't script that when you when you got into this, you know, way back when, but it certainly has been a great ride, hasn't it, Stan? Well, certainly, and I think, uh, you know, when I did, um, uh, you know, leave the teaching profession after teaching for uh, five years and, uh, you know, people, a lot of people thought, you know what, you're crazy to go into uh, professional <laughs> sports, the uncertainty of professional sports and unpredictability and not knowing if you're going to have a job from one year to the next but fortunately there had been there has been a few ups and downs but it's been a it's been a great journey and um, you know the people that I've met and uh, the people that have certainly helped me on my way because certainly I didn't uh, travel this uh, this road alone and uh, without the support of so many I wouldn't have achieved uh, a 40-year relationship with the McMahon Stadium Society and the Calgary Stampeders. Stan Swartz, he is going to be inducted into the Canadian Football League Hall of Fame in September, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. And, you know, a 40-year history with this organization and this stadium, Stan, uh, you've seen it all. You've seen the good, you've seen the great, you've seen the bad, you've certainly seen the ugly. What was, uh, I'm going to ask this two different ways. First of all, what was the toughest situation you ever had to deal with? Uh, you know, I, I think of the Larry Rickman era. I think of the, obviously, the, the Federick era. I think of the SOS era. I remember players in tears when this team was broke. Um, what was the toughest uh, thing you had to deal with? Well, I, I would think the, um, the financial uncertainty. You know, although there were several years where we just didn't know, you know, where the next paycheck was going to come. but. Mm-hmm. We had this. We had the uh, the stability of a coaching staff under the direction of Wally Buono, and you know between uh, our office staff, Wally, we were always managed to work at you know work at uh, work our way through. And uh, although there were some times when uh, we weren't sure if the players were going to get paid, but uh, somehow it all worked out. And uh, I think um, I mentioned earlier with the. Uh, with the staff that we had and all working together and Wally and that, we were able to uh, to uh, put enough energy into it and work <laughs> our way through some very tough times. Boy, isn't that the uh, the truth? So what's your, fa- and this is a tough question too, what's your fondest memory? Because there's been championships, there's been great people you have worked with, Stan, and after 40 years, you know, I, I'm sure it's going to be tough just to narrow it down to one or two. Well, I think certainly the uh, the people you've worked with, the the players you've come across during your journey, the Willie Burdens, the uh, uh, John Helton, the Jeff Garcias, the Wayne Harris's, uh, and, you know Doug Flutie's, and uh, all the coachings, the coaches you've met, and uh, certainly you can't forget about the fans because uh, you, you know you've over 40 years you've uh, struck up a uh, a great relationship with the uh, 
the fan, the most important person that walks through that gate. And, uh, you know, and those are the people that uh, make it all happen. They always say that, uh, you know, football is kind of an easy, or sports, professional sports is an easy business. You know, simply sell tickets, entertain the fans, and sell corporate sponsorships. And uh, it's not that complicated, but, uh, you know, your um, performance on the field and, the economy and look at it the way it is today uh, can make things pretty challenging. You mentioned the players, and I know we're going to be celebrating the life of one Sugarfoot Anderson next Tuesday night at the Red and White Club. Uh, you know, I'm sure you got a Sugarfoot story for me. <laughs> yeah, Sugar. Yeah, I really in, uh, enjoyed working with Sugar when I um, when he first came on with us as a once he left. Uh, I think it was Standard General. He was a um, heavy duty mechanic with them for several years and came on with. A, with us as an executive uh, salesperson. And one thing that I always remember about Sugar, I just love to sit down with him and hear all of his stories from the time that we grew up in the, the real tough times and uh, all through his Hollywood experience and Woody Strode and, you know, and um, Jackie Robinson and, you know, all those great stories. And uh, he was he was a gentleman that always was prepared to represent the club at any event. And uh, I usually, I certainly appreciate what uh, Sugar's contribution to the club and uh, he'll be dearly missed. Oh, without a doubt. So, so, so I have to ask you, obviously, um, you know, with the, with this all happening, um, retirement is treating you good. When is the book coming out? <laughs> well, I've got about, uh, about two, a little over 200 pages done right now, but okay. I'm really, I'm really working on the um, having started really the Stampeder section or my kind of my association with the military in Cold Lake. Um, the front end usually takes a little bit more work because a little bit more research. But as you start moving along, your your memory kicks in, and uh, no, I would think uh, I'd like to have a pretty uh, a pretty good draft by the end of the year, and uh, I'd hopefully to get it published maybe the middle of 2018. So. We'll see. It's um, kind you, of my unpredictable journey, and uh, nice. as I mentioned before, everybody's journey is unpredictable, and mine certainly was. Hey, I, I've got less than a minute, so I won't put you on too much of a spot here, but you just came back from Regina. The announcement last night, you got to see that brand-new, smoking-hot building they got in Regina. Uh, we got a little stadium envy happening here in Calgary right now. So, uh, what, you know, you, you know McMahon Stadium better than anybody. What's the lifespan left in this building? Well... You know, I, I think you're looking at 10, 12 years. But getting back to Regina, you know, I've been to Dallas Stadium and a few of the U.S. teams. Regina, although it's only 32, 33,000, it is a state-of-the-art. It is, is a very, very impressive facility. And uh, I was uh, really impressed at the um, the uh, thought that they put into it and developed it and that. And it's, uh, I think anybody visiting um, Mosaic Stadium will be uh, more than impressed. Stan, congratulations again on the Hall of Fame induction. I think that's fantastic. And, hey, when you get closer with that book, you make sure you let me know because uh, we'll get you back on again. Uh, that book tour is always fun. All right. Thanks, Jock. Take care, Stan. It. You Thank betcha. You. Stan Swartz, so he is going to the Canadian Football Hall of Fame in September. we got to take a break here on Sports Talk with Jock. When we come back, our daily hookup with Global Sports and Brendan Parker, we're going to hook up with the Calgary Hitman, Mark French, the head coach of the Calgary Hitman at 715. And it is Thursday night. That means that we are once again going to hook up with our NHL insider, Craig Button.
Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.